peace be with you in Jesus' name. From our little boat, nearly swamped by the storm, in the midst of our doubts, we look out and we see Jesus transcending all things. He comes to us and immediately he says, take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. And so we worship him in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From Psalm 145. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you. We tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Our God is great. Psalm 145 tells us that we cannot begin to imagine how vast is the greatness of our God. And so we admit that our fears can cloud our vision. Sometimes we have even given up trying to find God. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. And so we confess our weakness and need. Our sins make us blind to your care, Lord. Reach out your saving hand to us. You are near to all who call on you. And say, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And so upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to you. And by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray, O loving Lord, you come to us when our fears hold us captive, and you bid us trust in you. Give us your Holy Spirit. Raise us up when we fall and give us courage. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We turn to God's word from the epistle of St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 3, beginning at verse 14. Paul writes, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. 
And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his great power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is according to St. Mark, the sixth chapter, beginning at verse 45. Glory to you, O Lord. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida. While he dismissed the crowd, after leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake, and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them, and when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because They all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel writer Mark definitely has a favorite word. 
immediately. Immediately, it's his favorite word, and it is a great word to use as he tells us about Jesus. It must have been very surprising at times how quickly and definitively Jesus just knew what to do next. Using his favorite word immediately, Mark is reminding us that this man, Jesus, is Almighty God. Knowing everything, he can see into the future. He can see the pieces moving on the chessboard. One move leading to another, to another. The next thing leading to the next thing. Off into infinity. Immediately. Jesus made his disciples get into a boat and go on ahead of him. Jesus knows where this is all headed. He says goodbye to his disciples. Jesus bids farewell to the whole crowd of people that he had fed with five loaves of bread and two fish. And then Jesus walks off alone. He climbs a mountainside and sits down to pray. The gospel writer Mark, who seems to use the fewest words of those who tell us the story of Jesus, in these few words, he is telling us two very important things about our God. Almighty God can act immediately. When he wants to, he can change anything. And now, seemingly at odds with this, is that it seems he can also be perfectly content to just watch from the top of a mountain. This is our faith. This is our trust and hope that our God knows when to act immediately, and he also knows when to just sit on a mountainside, talk to his heavenly father about us, praying his blessing upon us, and just watching us, sending us his spirit. Our God is almighty, and he is all-knowing. His vision is always clear, not crowded by distractions. He is always focused by his great love and his abundant compassion. He knows what to do next. He knows what is absolute. He knows what is just and right, good and true. And, well, clearly we are a very different sort of creature. We hesitate. We are indecisive. And, well, for good reason, we cannot see very far into the future. How often have you had to just kind of, you know, give up and say, well, I'm not completely sure about this, but here goes. Like the disciples in that boat, 
A lot of times we have to just put our heads down and just keep straining at the oars with the wind against us. What they did not know and what they could not see was that Jesus saw them out there in the darkness. Like those disciples in their boat, we may not see him, but our God can certainly see us. Now, um, there's a part of the Bible that maybe you have read, and maybe it puzzled you. In the book of Exodus, God gives Moses very specific details about how to build the tabernacle tent. On their 40-year journey through the desert, God wanted his faithful people to build this movable sanctuary. God wanted to dwell with them. He wanted to live with them in a way so that they could really feel his presence. And this was so important to him God emphasizes how important this is by giving these very exacting measurements to Moses. It should be 100 cubits long and 50 cubits wide. And God says, make an altar that is one cubit long, one cubit wide, two cubits high. And there should be curtains and lampstands and all sorts of other things that God very specifically and definitively gives the details for. And with everything, God is telling Moses just how wide and long and high and deep to make it. Okay, did you notice that Paul, so many years later, is thinking about all of that when he prays for his Ephesian friends. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Oh, to see that prayer come true, to see how great is God's love. Well, Paul knows that God doesn't need a perfectly built sanctuary to show us this now. Because here sits Jesus on the mountainside. There he sits as the sun goes down and he is looking across the lake. His eyes can follow his disciples in that boat. His eyes can follow us into the places that we fear the most. And yeah, we wonder about this. Can God see me even here? Is he watching? 
Does he know and care about what we need right now? Just how wide and long and high and deep is his love? The disciples in that boat out in the dark. Well, they might have felt as if, well, we're really on our own now. Could there be a place that is the more extreme opposite of the desert where God would use the tent of the tabernacle to meet in a comforting ritual with his people? Can God reach us now? Well, this lake in the darkness of the night was the perfect place for Jesus to show us that our God can come and be with us anywhere and everywhere. His love really is that wide and that long and that high and deep. But are we ready? Are we looking for him? Are we expecting him? The disciples in their boat are rowing into a headwind in the darkness of the night. Mark says about the fourth watch of the night, that's about 3 a.m., Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. Here is the one that Psalm 104 says makes the clouds his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. This is his domain. As much as the mountain or the plain, this is his playing field. This is our God. He can come and be with us anywhere and everywhere. So what kind of spirits might you expect to visit you at 3 a.m. in the morning? They thought it was a ghost. But this is no phantom vapor from a departed soul. This is the living one, the almighty one, the one who looks at the earth and it trembles. Here is the one who makes winds his messengers. Flames of fire are his servants. This is no groggy dream conjured by a fearful mind. Here is the one who created the whole reality of the earth. He made the sea vast and spacious in all of its creatures. So now, Mark, the gospel writer, uses his favorite word again. Immediately, he says, Jesus spoke to them and said, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Jesus is sure and definitive. For all of time and eternity, 
for the whole of the time Jesus had sat on the side of that mountain just watching, this is what he wants to say to you and me. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. A surprising thing to hear at 3 a.m., wherever you are. And where in the world might you expect to see Jesus next? Would you ever expect to see him dying on a cross to save you from your sin? Would you ever expect to have seen him leave his grave alive? Would you ever expect to see him high and lifted up, enthroned in glory above all things? Would you expect him there, right beside you, just when you need him most? Yes, this is our faith, and this is our trust. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good and faithful Father, we praise you, we thank you, we worship you. Bless us with faith and trust that we may have courage, knowing that you will come and be with us anywhere and everywhere. May we celebrate that you are the comfort and strength of our soul and spirit. Today and forever, in Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to make your offering by sending it to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. Almighty God, you are over all things and nothing can overcome you. Come to us and plant within us a confident faith that we may trust in your mercy and not be overcome by fear. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Grant to every home your peace and your protection, that we may know and share the comfort of your love and rejoice together in your presence, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Give your healing to the nations. Bless the cause of peace, justice, the protection of the weak, and the promotion of virtue. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Protect and defend those who protect and defend us, both here at home and throughout the world. Bring an end to war and violence and oppression. Give us wisdom and courage to live by your righteous way, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Bless our stewardship of your creation, that we may act responsibly in our care over the good earth and the fruits of the earth, using them faithfully and for your glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Be with those who are sick, suffering, grieving the loss of loved ones, or dying. Grant to them your every aid and blessing. May all who cry to you in need find a home in your mercy, healing according to your gracious will, and grace sufficient for their every need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us confident trust and faith until that day when we shall be in your presence at the banquet feast of the Lamb. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, you know what best we need, and we trust in your mercy to provide for us. We ask your blessing upon those people and things that we name before you in our hearts. We trust all things to your mercy, O Lord, and pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We thank you, Father, that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.